Oh, no, we don't do. No. Don't question my craft. Oh, I'm going to question it all night long. <laughs> okay. I'm what good. is my character? Okay. What is my character? What is your character? <laughs> well, we'll get to that too. And uh, I want to welcome in everybody to Crashing Game Night. As always, my name is Matt Diorio, your host. Uh, we've got Gerard Pereira in his beanie covering up his. Uh, I had an accident with the Clippers hair there. Um, how's it going, Jerry? <laughs> what is up, nerds? And yes, I had a little bit of an accident with the uh, Clippers. It's a uh, quite short and precise, looking like a million bucks. And talking about precision, uh, Theo Walski, our resident Hawkeye, returns to us after a trip to Archery Nationals. Ooh. Yes. Congrats. And Jason is joining us with not a coupon dinner of the week, but it's his hot pocket. <laughs> yeah, well, the coupons are coming later, you know. Uh, <laughs> haven't had time to get a full dinner yet, so. We're, oh, you mean something? There so, wasn't a coupon on the box for the no, hot no, pockets? No, no, no. Those Costco brands. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> went cheap. Not even Shout real out hot pockets. Shout oh out my god. Oh, our apologies to Hot Pocket. <laughs> Thankfully, they're not sponsoring us right now. <laughs> no, right? Um, so how's everyone doing? How's I'm everyone doing all right, Jeffrey? More amped to shoot more than ever since Nationals. Because Nationals was a first stage for Olympic trials. And I really sucked. So oh. I really want to make up for it at stage two, which is Texas. So uh. let me ask you, was shooting with uh, Brady a little intimidating? Uh, so this was the second time I shot with Brady. Uh, this time I did not have to shoot with him at the same time, which was nice. Uh, but otherwise it was good. He was, he's definitely all business. He, he's definitely a pro. He doesn't really goof around or he's pretty quiet and he definitely liked, uh, being able to do scores and stuff pretty fast. Uh, I made that a little difficult in the adding up portion since i didn't quite have highest scores as he did but uh, well we know you can't math so nope i can't math <laughs> I can't math for anything so yeah well, wish you good luck though on uh when you do go to the next stage two yeah man yeah i plan i plan to be able to post some more stuff about stuff that's what next week right Theo? next week for is the next is texas next week no, it is the end of September, so I've got oh, six okay. weeks. Oh, okay, so you got some time. Okay. Yeah. yeah, this week's been fun for me. I started physical therapy. Oh, nice. Yeah, old man. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I don't wish... nerve. I do not wish no. this upon anybody, because mine has been... Mine reared its ugly head, and it's taken two rounds of steroids and some muscle relaxers to get it calmed down. That's you know, nice. physical therapy's yep. good, though. I mean... Hey, I can't complain. The pain is moving up, so it's not so much down in my leg anymore. I'll take that as a positive. That's good. You know? Yeah, it's good. You can walk, right? <laughs> I've always been able to walk. Um, some of it was more like I had a peg leg, but, oh. <laughs> you know, um, like this morning it was so bad. It was like I, I couldn't get out of bed until I took my muscle relaxer. But, you know, things are getting better, so I'll, I'll, I'll take the pain knowing that it's getting better. Um, all I care about is getting back to the point where I can play with Cody. Yeah, because um, yeah. that's a little hard. Code sometimes. monster. Yeah. yeah, our little dancing Cody. <laughs> <laughs> He's See, great. And, and which 
greatly, greatly reflects the dancing skills of our Matt Diorio over here. <laughs> oh, I will straight yes. up tell you, I suffer from white man's disease, the number one killer of rhythm. Um, uh, yeah, I can't dance. <laughs> I'll admit it straight up. I thought I could when I was in sixth grade and I made a fool out of myself. <laughs> you know, hammer hey, pants and all. At least that means you had fun. Yeah. Oh, had fun, had fun. But, you know, I thought I was good, but everyone was basically making fun of me behind my back about it. So, you know. Oh. Well, at least but we I didn't six... see you in any dancing competitions. Uh, nope. Nope. I'm good. Thanks. Maybe we can get some tips so, from, uh, from our good old friend. Just well, dance. actually, you want to talk oh. about dance moves, Theo and Jerry. I have video of them doing the Cupid Shuffle. I mean, but I I, I, I tip my hat to Jerry because he can rock that Carlton. <laughs> oh, ladies, you see yeah. that? You see those arms whip? Oh, you're going to swoon. <laughs> <laughs> swoon or fly away? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on how you feel about the Carlton. Cause, yeah. is, uh... Hey, if they don't like the Carlton, they ain't for you, man. That's true. That's true. That if they don't like the Carlton, they mean one, they don't like Fresh Prince. Yeah. One, they don't like Fresh Prince. Two, they really don't like like to have a good time because <laughs> you have to have a, <laughs> a so, good personality for it. So let's dive into the, the news. This has been a kind of a busy week, especially with Gamescom this week. In an article from Jason uh, from Jason Schreier at Kotaku um, Tuesday, GameStop laid off over 120 employees, which amounts to 14 percent of their workforce. And that's including half the editorial staff at Game Informer. So seven of the editors um, that were let go kind of took to Twitter, made their their thoughts known um, that nobody knew that this was even a potential rumor that Game Game Informer might have ha- been impacted. Right. Yeah. Usually you hear about the, RAs all the yeah. time. And one of them was laid off while they were on PTO. Oh my god, that's, that's so messed up. So at least let the guy be able to cash out some PTO if you're going to lay him off. I mean, to me, I, I mean, we've worked. I mean, Theo and I've worked for a company that RAs every year. Um, or you know, resource action, layoff, whatever term you want to do for it, shrinking your workforce, making your workforce more lean, whatever. But one, to do it while somebody's on PTO, that's crap. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's pretty messed up. You know, he could have been on another continent and you know, enjoying himself somewhere, and you know, all of a sudden he gets a phone call, "Hey, you're laid off. You don't have to come back to work." It's yeah, like, yeah, uh, like, how's that conversation go? It's like, oh, I hope your vacation's going great. You can stay there and, for yeah. as long as you want. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> and oh. I get we all like GameStop for you can pre-order your physicals and stuff, but the more Best Buy is starting to offer, you know, $10 coupons for your Best Buy Rewards account by pre-ordering with them. Um, they, you know, do, they do good trade-in values, too. Yeah, surprisingly. Um, do they really? Yeah. yeah they and do like, fair. Right now, Best Buy is doing... Um, you get a $10, um, coupon for your Best Buy account. If you pre-order, uh, certain games, oh, which wow. is kind of a cool thing. Um, I just look at it, what GameStop's doing right now. I mean, you laid off a ton of employees a couple weeks ago. You just now laid off another 14% of your workforce. I mean, in the course of three, four weeks, you've laid off 
20% of your workforce, 25% I mean, of your workforce. That at the same time, it's kind of sad that 125 is 14% of the entire workforce. Right. Um, I just think Damn. that, you know, GameStop, I, even as much as Walmart may or may not be selling video games anymore, shrinking that piece down, I think we are truly seeing GameStop kind of the final final years because coming from Blockbuster, Blockbuster did similar things like this, and they couldn't survive. They just couldn't because it was too late. And like today, I went in, I canceled a couple of my pre-orders because um, Eva wants you know her versions on digital, so I'm gonna get her the credits for her switch account to get Pokemon all that on, on that. But it's like, they kind of give you, they kind of give you crap when you cancel a pre-order. It's like, I get it. Yeah. They get, they give you the fifth degree, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Or don't you want something else? You know, is there anything else? I mean, now granted I did roll part of that into pre-ordering the rules, gold controller and headset for my wife. Oh, nice. uh, dude, the four, did you see the four new colors that came out for yeah. the socks? Dude, the, yeah. purple, the purple one's pretty. I'm they actually, a purple yeah, fan. They look pretty it's good. pretty. Yeah. Um, so outside of that, though, it, you know, I just hope they last until March when I can get my copy of Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> uh, uh, they're they're going to last a lot longer than that. You, they should at least they should well at least we hope and you well know, the to, thing you know. is like they, but they've been already i mean they've are they're they're still thinking longevity and they're they're, no, they're not making, no i think no. they are see here's the thing so. is jerry is the reason i say they're not thinking longevity is because i have five stores within a five mile radius of me no i'm i'm talking they're, about in, internally like their structure they're they're not thinking i think if you want to talk lean they need yeah. to be closing stores that are basically over footprinting each right. other. Yeah, you're, I, I totally agree. I, but because I'm talking about the way that they're restructuring their their uh, website, their, how they're promoting uh, like cer- certain items. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not getting really heavily on Think Geek anymore. It's kind of like no. this is a secondary store. They're, well, Think Geek, um, the website's done now. Yeah, everything the website's done. Is, so everything's is now under GameStop. GameStop. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but they the, used to still promote Think Geek, but Think Geek products are through us, yes. where they just completely stopped that, which was good because it's it was kind of confusing. But I, think, uh, I totally I, agree. They they have way too many stores. They need to research. And that's the and that's the problem is because this is similar to what to what Blockbuster did. They started laying off empl- like corporate staff and everything like that, and then. Then they started closing stores right before going bankrupt. I think, honestly, if GameStop wants to survive, they need to close down stores that, you know, honestly, literally, I have two stores that are within two miles of each other. Mm. We're talking one exit off of I-95 spacing. That's uh, it. Yeah, I have to say the same thing. I, and uh, we have we have two that, stores, like, right next to each other. And we think yeah. about the year leases that you're paying on those. Yep. You think about the cam fees. All of, you know, all your staff at those stores, right? All the product that's kept in those stores, the electricity bill, everything like that, right? You could cut some of those stores. Oh, yeah. And granted, you may have to make a break lease fee if you're, you know, your lease was that terrible. But it'll save you money and you can still keep your employees. Yeah. Because honestly, Game Informer, they have some really good writers over there. Oh, yeah. And to lose half that editorial staff is huge. That tells me you don't care about your magazine. Yeah. 
I, I think they're just trying to, yeah, they're trying to cut back, you know, from the top down. But it's, but yeah, having having all the stores, it's it's they don't have a product that's just going to be quick and easy. You know, it's games. Yeah. You have to kind of invest a little bit into them. You know, it's not like a Starbucks where everywhere everywhere you go, there's a Starbucks because you need that's, coffee. Yeah, that's an instant gratification. You're yeah. in and out. You're in and, and out. You you have the itch to go back in. Yeah. Or, or e- like even within an hour, like I know I know oh, people yeah, who go like coffee. three four times a day, and I really can't talk because I'm I'm at least a twice a day person. So yeah, <laughs> but, yeah but, say. we won't talk for, about us, Jerry. For, yeah. for GameStop though, you know, like you're, yeah, for you're, games, it's one and waiting, done. One, you're yeah. waiting for a certain game, or two, you're waiting. You go in for this. You're just not like, oh, I'm on a whim. Like, let me buy a new game today. You know, sometimes you are, sometimes you are, but you're not just like, oh, like, when does this come out? Oh, okay, I'll come back on this day. So from yeah, the decision making process takes a little bit more time and there's a lot more. Yeah, there's a lot more, like, because you're spending way more, a a lot more money as opposed to like a four dollar drinking coffee. Yeah, you know, mean which adds up though. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't. I understand that. It does that. <laughs> I understand it doesn't. I should not be the only one getting hit on that. Matt, Matt. <laughs> hey. I mean, Matt, Matt for me is more the Chick fil A than the Starbucks. Yeah. I'm Starbucks. I'm definitely Starbucks. <laughs> I'm Actually, definitely- I do Starbucks a little bit more often. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right. So let's let's move on to some happier news. All right. Now, let's. Because there's some other bad news later on. But um, so first and foremost, Matrix 4 was announced with the return of the breathtaking one himself, Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss. Um, I have I have so many questions. I don't know where they're going to go with this. Yeah, because yeah. last week. Yeah. Neo was being carried off. Yeah. Yeah. But also uh, Trinity died. <gasps> So how did she like? Just, spoiler. just let you know. Spoiler. Oh, okay. I'm oh, I'm so I'm so sorry. Like twenty Dude, we're spoilers, yeah. guy. I think we're beyond that. Every person that wanted to watch the Matrix series just because four was announced. Spoilers. Watch them pull some BS <laughs> that they were they were still in the Matrix. I mean, probably. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised because it is like. Com- about like systems and computers. Maybe the whole thing got rebooted, and Trinity got like, like rebooted or something, so she never died. Maybe. Yeah, I think I think I that's know. what's going to happen. I, don't know. I think it's like, going to be an alternate. Maybe. Yeah. I just I just hope it's taken um, with care, and the Wachowski yeah. sister. I mean, it's it's. I believe it's only Lana doing it this time around. Okay. It's not both the Wachowski sisters, um, but I think they're both. I mean, what's this gonna? I mean, honestly, what's this gonna be? Um, you know, Clue the Matrix edition. You know, where this is, it's got multiple endings. It's like, hey, this is how it actually happened. Oh God, <laughs> you know. Hey, I as long as hope it's handled with care, because the first movie was absolutely amazing. I'm not gonna lie, I enjoyed the other two, but I do. They went downhill. I do have my reservations. Yeah. I did not enjoy three at all. Two, maybe, but you know. I understand. I mean, I mean, I I'm excited for Keanu because I definitely feel like with his 
uh, hiatus between films and then his uh, great job in John Wick and everything. Like he's really stepped up his game as an actor and I'm really intrigued to see how he can apply that. Dude, he's going to, he's going to go from Bill and Ted three random shooting. (laughs) That's going to be awesome. Um, (laughs) And you you know, he's been having meetings at Marvel. What? Yeah. They've been, uh, he's had like since John Wick three or John Wick two and on, Mm-hmm. He's been having consistent meetings at Marvel. Uh, so they're at that point. Like, remember a few years when they when DC had Dwayne Johnson going in like oh, Black meeting Adam's after meeting. Happening. Yeah. Well, yeah. But that's when they were trying to figure out, like, yeah. what to do with Dwayne Johnson. They're at that mm-hmm. stage with Keanu. Well, like, he's been taking a lot of meetings and they're trying to figure out what to do with him. Like, what to they, like, you know. They need to do something, being they just lost Spider-Man, you know, which that's, um, that's such crap, though. But I mean, it's business. Yeah, I can. I understand it. It sucks, but it's just it. It's all it's all about the head of Sony. She Whoa. is like the worst. She just is. The OK, worst. like like Bob Iger's any better. With Disney. Yeah, well. Yes, but but Kevin, but that's the problem. He should have let Kevin Feige handle it again, because at least he was able to get the deal in the first place. So he would have at least maybe gotten a workaround, something. Uh-huh. Well, but now so like it, it's completely out of the water. Like, I saw an article that it was some like one of the hanging points was the producer credit. See, and you know they were saying, well, we're you know. We're speaking anonymously, but, you know, I think it sounded like something like Kevin wanted more credit, maybe in some ways. And so he didn't want to. I don't know. But I don't, that I being don't said, that. I was reading an article um, uh, that was from Gizmondo um, where they quoted um, TMZ, who interviewed J.C. Lee, Stan's daughter. Mm-hmm. And she's happy about the outcome. Because she says that Marvel nor Disney reached out to her after his death. And she said that from day one, they've commoditized uh, her father's work and never shown him or his legacy any respect or decency. In the end, no one could have treated my father worse than Marvel or Disney executives. Oh, um, wow. Dang. Okay. Really? Really? One, okay. One for JC. She's the one, though, that was accused of being uh, verbally and physically abusive towards him in the the last few years. Mm. So I don't take her on so much of an authority with that, because for all of us that went and saw the last Avengers movie and, you know, Captain Marvel is they paid him a lot. I don't. Yeah. I mean, even even throughout the 20 years of all the movies of wanting him to have his cameos that in itself shows a lot of respect. Like, and that opening was it, was it Endgame that had the opening where it showed like Stanley. Yeah. It was all Stanley. And they said, you know, thank you for it. And honestly, I think that's Marvel's done a pretty good job. I mean, now totally granted, in 2005, you know, Stanley had to sue them for $10 million because they didn't pay him what they were supposed to pay him. But I think from a movie perspective, they made sure he got his cameos um, and they gave him a very touching opening 
to the end of phase three, you know, and it's, it's sad that Spider-Man is leaving the MCU um, because they were starting to build that new looked like the new story arc where he was going to kind of be the new quote unquote, like Iron Man per se. Yeah. Um, not necessarily Iron Man, but they were kind right. of hinting at certain things. So it'll be interesting to see who, who they start going with to lead, you know, everything in because one of the plans for Deadpool was to have a Wolverine Spider-Man Deadpool crossover movie. So or at least, at least a Spider-Man Deadpool. Yeah. Cause Wolverine was, or uh, Hugh Jackman was still on the fence of even coming back. But now speaking of cameos, Kevin Smith, who is the king of cameos, and it was in Captain Marvel, him talking about mall rats on the bus. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Kevin Smith has announced that he's going to be doing a He-Man and the Masters of the Universe anime cartoon for Netflix. That, which I didn't know, which Jerry had informed us of earlier, is that it's going to pick up right where the original 80s cartoon left off. Yeah. So... With how Kevin Smith is with comics and everything like that, I think it's going to be a great thing. And hopefully, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm not worried at all where it needs to be. Um, I'm just curious if he's going to keep the like the style. You know, is the style going to be a little bit upgraded? Is it going to be no? I've, uh, classic. I, it's going to be upgraded. I, oh, no, no. I think it's going to look. It's going to look like the original, yeah. but it's going to be way more updated. Oh, obviously. Maybe a little no, bit more defined, like cleaner lines. And yeah, other yeah, things like that. But yeah, because that's yeah, like, that's what I'm wondering. Kevin Smith is like one of the one of the like public comic book like. Oh, he's fanboys that like uh, really really pays attention to the details and sticks like to the original content. Like he's gonna do it justice. Like I, he did, uh, I, I never worry about Kevin. Yeah, Smith. I mean he's he's directed a couple episodes of The Flash. Mm-hmm. He's actually written Green Arrow comics here yeah. and there. Um, so I have no doubt. I mean, especially when you look at the movies and stuff. I mean, how much comic book stuff is in those movies too? Oh yeah. Uh, Not to mention uh, how many uh, scripts he has written for Marvel and DC. Like yeah. they go to him to like, hey, give us a revised. Oh, he tried. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he tried doing a Superman. They didn't like the direction he was going to take with that one before they did the Brian Singer Superman Returns movie. Oh, so and he tried again before Man of Steel. So oh yeah. Now one movie that has been in production hell is back in hell again. Keep it um, there. <laughs> Uncharted. <laughs> Uncharted has lost another director. This is number five. Keep um, it. Keep it going. Keep it coming. Sony, <laughs> Keep it going. Sony still wants to target a December 2020 release date. Don't and, do it. <laughs> and now PlayStation Productions, which is that that studio arm that PlayStation has created to do TV and movies, is now stepping in to be part of the producing team. Mm. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if this is good or bad. Pre- because, because of all of this, I prefer just don't touch it. Leave it alone. Just don't give us un- just give us Uncharted Five. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Jerry, why don't you step up and put your name out there and be the director, man? There you go. For some reason, I Silence. think Jerry would. I think Jerry would quit Silence. that because there's been so <laughs> no. much crap going on with it. They've lost five directors. Think about that. 
Well, the other problem would be like this. Like I, I, I tend to take directly from the source material. So I would like the movie so would be so close so to the game. His his first hire would be Nathan Fillion. <laughs> God, I, I would love that, but no. I would love that. Um, I would Tom, love. Speaking of Spider Man, he would definitely Tom make a Holland. cameo. Yeah, Tom Holland is still slated to be Drake, though. Young Drake, which is young fine. Drake. I'm fine with Young Drake. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. he's not so, Nathan Drake. He's so while still we're still too young. Yeah, exactly. So while we're talking about Uncharted and Tom Holland's alter ego Spider Man, um, it was announced in the middle of the opening for Gamescom that Sony has, has acquired Insomniac to be a first-party studio. Now, here's the funny thing is, a lot of people already think that Insomniac has always been part of Sony. I mean, most, most Insomniac most games are games Sony exclusives. Other than Sunset Overdrive, and they've got a VR that was coming out for Oculus. Tim like Price Insomniac had the Ratchet & Clank series and so forth. Yep. Which was PlayStation oh, yeah. exclusive. Spyro. Resistance. Yep. You know, I mean, there's so many good games that they've made that I think it just, it it's time. I mean, Tim Price wanted, wanted to make sure that the studio kept going, you know, was able to make games the way they want to. Uh, so I think this is a smart move. It really is. But then you got to look at the development houses. You've got Naughty Dog, Insomniac, Sony Santa Monica. All those under one roof now. That is insane. And yet yeah, Microsoft's but then, got but then there's there's all this talk about both companies starting to kind of think about opening up their their so, exclusives for which, for all consoles, which Microsoft is already doing. Um, yeah, you know, they did it with Cuphead. Um, That's right, because they made the first yep. move on that. Torchlight is going to be coming to the Switch, which Torchlight was a Xbox console exclusive. Um, but in an interview with Bloomberg this past week, Sean Layden did hint at that very thing you're talking about. And and he said that, and he, this is a quote from him, is that we must support the PlayStation platform. That is non-negotiable. That said, you will see in the future some titles coming out of my collection of studios, which may need to lean into a wider install base. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that makes me wonder, like, which games? You know, what are we looking at? Because... I mean, you've got gorillas in that mix as well. You know, they're making Horizon. I don't see Horizon going anywhere multi-platform. No way. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see Last of Us going anything multi-platform. Mm-hmm. Whatever, no. whatever Insomniac's working on, that may. I mean, you may very well see, like, a Spider-Man go multi-platform. Yeah, I could see that. True. Um, it has it has that mass appeal. Yeah. For, of course, with the Mar- being a Marvel entity. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- I agree. I agree with that one there, but then again, it is a. It was a one of their biggest biggest exclusives to come out. So you don't need. You, you never know. Um, I could see MLB the Show going multi-platform. Sports oh, games, the, I feel the sport. Yeah, the sports games I can see mm-hmm. totally going. Sports games are like fighting games. You know, they kind of have to be on both. You know? Yeah. Why not? Um, and if they I just, and if they weren't, eventually they're gonna make it because why not? I mean, they it, always have that mass appeal. And it could always be that it's a God of War, or not God of War, but a Tomb Raider type thing where you may see God of War come out like a year after, you know, yeah, or yeah, Last of Us yeah. come out a year after. That being said, I am going to be playing my PlayStation exclusives on my PS5. 
I am not going to wait for them to come out on a Xbox or Switch or anything like that. It will be played on the system they were designed for. Yeah, same um, with me. That's the way I look yeah. at it. Yeah. I mean, because even as of late, I've been starting to more gravitate back towards my my PS4 and start replaying some older games, um, going back through them. I know I need to work on the Horizon 100% trophy list. Um, Jeez. Hey, I've got... Basically, all I have to do is beat it on it's ultra actually, hard. It's actually hard. It's actually doable. Plus. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's actually the, doable. The base platinum is very doable. It's all in-game stuff. It's like Spider-Man. Oh, okay. It's like God of War. It's nothing very specific to now to get the the full hundred percent trophy list. Now I got to beat it on New Game Plus on ultra hard. That should be Ooh. fine. Yeah, because the watchers are ultra sensitive. So you so much they so much as hear a peep, they're coming after you. Yep. So stealth is the name of the game more so now. So, but I just look at everything, you know, as much as I, I do enjoy my switch, I'm just going back to my, the games I love. Um, and I think part of it is because I look at fire emblem and the type of game it was kind of what you was in its past. With, like, yeah, dude, I ain't going to lie. That game is tedious as no other. And it kind of deterred it, you to go to something else. And it's, you're yeah. kind of appreciating the other games that you were playing. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm going to finish Fire Emblem. I'm halfway through it, so I'm going to I'm going to grind it out and finish it just to see what the rest of the story is like. But that being said, the format of, of going to talk to everybody, going across campus to f- talk to one person to take this lost item to somebody else, this tedious is I, I can't even put it into words. Is that bad? I think it's it just takes because... that much away from the game. I, no, I, I don't think it takes away from the game. Uh, I just think that. Like you're, you might be used to the JRPGs where it's you got a combat system to upgrade. Oh no, I'm I'm used to Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem has never been Harry Potter. It has never been you go around but that's, all that's over. That's part of the fun, though. You know? Like, no, it's not. Go seriously. It is that tedious that I you mean, have to I, go talk to specific. I, people. I kind of agree with Jason. Like it's, yeah. kind of, it sounds like it's a bit of an of an old school RPG game where. We haven't, go we haven't everywhere. Had, yeah, like we haven't had that in quite a while. I mean, it's kind of like playing the original Final Fantasies now. Like it, they were they're tedious now. Yeah, I mean, well, we're, we've I gotten we're so used to the actually the like linear. Oh, it's linear RPG, but it's but you can go let's, here and there. Let's compare know? it, right? Okay, Mass Effect One tedious we're going down to the planet in the you know in the little tank driving around okay i put it on that level of tediousness oh, because okay. see i mean because going uh, and talking to these characters don't do anything uh but like he, and you have to go give them an item to help get their motivation up a little bit so you can teach them in class and then you go to your battle uh that's kind of old school to me i kind of agree with jason yeah go play because i've done that you too. like you will understand it. No, I I totally understand it. Like the moment you said Mass Effect One, I remembered like, yeah, it was tedious. I I totally yeah. remember all that. But that was also part of the the excitement of the it's, game that yeah. I enjoyed. But given the time, I was I was okay with it. If yeah. I played Mass Effect One now, I don't like, think oh, I would dang. be able to do Dude, it. Dude, yeah. Now, Jerry, as much as I love Mass Effect, if I had the trilogy sitting in front of me right now, I'd probably I would put. Too. Hold on. I put in two. I yeah. do the little comic and make the primary decisions that I need to do. 
you know, now that being said, though, is I have done a full run through of Mass Effect one, two and three start to finish. And there are decisions that you make on those little tiny planets and stuff that do show up in three. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so to me, it's just it's the, the same tedious with Fire Emblem, I feel, because you lose a character, you lose a character. Oh, you know, but you can rewind it, though. That's yeah, the thing. But, but like, that's that's where everybody's gotten nowadays. Like back when like, I mean. I, I'm not like a super hardcore. Like I, I love playing games, you know. I love JRPGs, etc. But I always stayed away from Fire Emblem, me personally, because you could lose that person. I played Final Fantasy Tactics when Same I way. lost a person. When I lost a person, I literally just shut it off the, the PlayStation. Yep. Doesn't matter if I spent ten hours on it that day when I was a kid. I'm shutting it off. Like I forgot to save. That's on me. But we've gotten to this age now where, like, oh, yeah, it has to rewind. You can, like, you can go back and, oh, you can save them. Cool. You know? I just think is – Go through and I, it. Go and through. I understand. You have to go through all those little ABCs to get to the end, you know? I don't think you needed going around and talking to every student and most of the time it not making any difference on the outcome of the game. That's the, that's the thing is you can go through – and battle every week and not actually go out and explore and you'll level them up. Basically the teaching just allows you to basically zero in on specific stats mm. and to get to the advanced classes, you're going to have to make them go certain aspects, certain paths to get to those master classes. So I just think for me, but that's how you get that like personalization of your characters of your game. You know, and that's the fun aspect of it. That's the route that everyone wants to play. You know, uh, I could like right now on God of War, all I'm get, all I'm focusing on is upgrading the shit out of the boy. <laughs> Sorry, boy. Man. boy. Um, boy, he's fully upgraded now. Okay, but the difference but, is though, it's not tedious in God of War because there's you be, are accomplishing other things. Yeah, but I mean, like I've barely a quarter into the game already. You know, and I was talking with Jerry about it. Yeah, but that's your decision to actually make that effort yeah. in order to upgrade it, not yeah, to where I, that like it and, is. And to add to that, that's also a section. That's also further. a section of the game that can can uh, can be tedious, but it's not a part of the game. To Correct. what Matt is talking about, right. the, the, exactly. The enti- more most of the game of Fire Emblem is that tediousness that is a part of the game. You're choosing to do a tedious work to upgrade your armor because it's worth it for the long run at the end of the game. Just like, just like mass effect, you didn't have to go do all those little side planets and everything. You could just gone straight ahead and you would, you could have just gone through the story and like naturally Mm -hmm. progressed. But you know, that's part of the game. You want to do the exploring because it's a space game and all that. But I, they're, they're both sides have a good argument, but yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I've never played Persona, but everybody's play. saying it's Persona as a Fire Emblem game. Yeah, Persona because it has the the quote unquote daytime nighttime. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, what what you do in the daytime levels up your people in the nighttime. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it's done by. I mean, this was joint effort from with Koei Tecmo and involved with it as well. So. You know, I, I haven't been impressed with, you know, the Hyrule Warriors, the Onimusha style type games that they've created, you know, and some of the stuff they did is tedious wise with those games. Um, I just I 
for me though, the tediousness takes away f- from what would al- already be a, an amazing game. You know, if you didn't have that tediousness and you still had the classic Fire Emblem, you still have that conversation tree that you talk to between support people to level up their support, right? But you don't need just go find a character just to hear two lines of dialogue and then go find somebody else, two lines of dialogue that don't mean anything. And half the time, you can't even teach your kids anyways. So it, that's where it is tedious. It's not part of it. doesn't need to be part of the game. And I know I've got some you know friends out here that absolutely love the game. They love doing tea time with all their students and stuff where, you know, you're trying to choose between three different choices. But it takes away from what the game really could be. So now talking about games that have gone off the beaten path as well from their history, Fernando Mello, who's the lead producer for Dragon Age 4, has left Bioware in the middle of Dragon Age 4 being made. I think that that's a hit to Bioware. And I think that tells you about the culture of Bioware, too, that you've got people that have been there for so long because he was also the senior producer for Dragon Age Origins and Dragon Age 2. What he didn't work on was Dragon Age Inquisition. But if you've got people leaving in the middle of production of a game that's supposed to be coming out soon that you're already putting out trailers for, that says something about your work culture. And another game that's lost a creative director, Tim Longo has left Halo Infinite and 343 Studios completely. So you've got Halo, a year, a little over a year from launch, has lost its creative director. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, that says something. Makes you wonder what the direction of 343 was going when the creative director decides, peace them out. Right. I want to know what his I want to know what his job offer was, <laughs> where he ends up. Um, you look at what Microsoft's doing with the initiative. I think they're spinning up that studio with all the all the big guys from all these different companies. So I think Microsoft, I think their their new studio initiative. I think they're going to be okay. But I think Halo Guardians was already bad as it was from a story perspective and everything. So to lose your creative director is huge. Oh yeah, especially yeah. during. Production, there had to have been something that, like, that caused him to say, "You know what? I'm done." Well, yeah, and yeah, of course that's scary. I mean, mm-hmm. that just that just brings a negative negative connotation to the to the game coming out. Like, okay, what was so bad? And it makes me wonder if it wasn't something with Bonnie Ross because she, when you look at her when she's on stage doing the pressers for Microsoft and everything, you see interviews with her. She is a no nonsense got to get it done typed. I'm wondering if it wasn't him and Bonnie button heads, you know, creative director versus a studio head, you know, mm. and Microsoft saying we need that of this in it, but he's going, no, we need to do this route. And he could have just said, Hey, you know what? It's against my vision. I don't agree with it. I'm leaving. So who knows? Mm. Yeah. Now, another note talking about the third of the big three, uh, Nintendo, uh, the fans are asking Nintendo to put cloud saves into Animal Crossing New Horizon, which Nintendo is potentially considering that. They haven't said whether or not they're going to do it uh, or change their stance on it. But I think they should because Animal Crossing is one of those games that sometimes you have to take a break from. And to Why does that require I, I, yeah, I don't, cloud save, though? Yeah. Well, here's the thing is, though, if you lose your like so with your console, with your switch, right? If you don't have your your data backed up to either the cloud or if you already have it triggering to your external SD card and they have to wipe your system to fix it, you lose your data. So I think having cloud 
saves for it would allow you that opportunity to not lose your save files should something happen to your console. Mm. You know, I mean, it, I mean, I feel like it's a nice to have, but it's not a necessity. Yeah, I think I'm with Dale on that one. Well, when every one of Nintendo's titles has cloud save, with the exception of Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee, you know, you've got a tentpole title coming out because Animal Crossing is is big in the the Nintendo realm, not as big as Mario or Link or Metroid, yeah. but it's still pretty big. I think you should probably do it. I I, think, I mean, I would agree that you should probably should just to be able to. Stick it, I mean, this. yeah, if you're already doing it with all, most of your games, yeah don't see why you shouldn't but you know i mean but i mean i could understand i i, them I save on my i'll save on my uh, memory card manually and just to make sure but that's me yeah. some some gamers are super forgetful or lazy where they just turn off the console when they're done and they gratification. Lose, yeah and they lose that all that time and work you know the, that happens as part of the game that's so i mean instant gratification yeah, and it's it's the because like well that's primarily because of a generation difference too because we're the True. generation that knows memory cards for everything. Yeah. Yes, we do. Like, we don't know this cloud save crap. <laughs> it just does it automatically. It's like it, no, look, pretty much for like, our we got to find this save point. Yeah. Make sure no, we got no, no. room on the memory card. Oh, <laughs> no, let's move s- some. Let's move <laughs> some around across other memory cards <laughs> mm-hmm. and all this stuff. That's right. Oh no. See, see that's, that's even that's worse. Cool is? Per- that's a cool perk between our generation that like. Because we were uh, brought up on memory cards, the cloud is like a nice backup. No, no, no. Jerry, we were we were raised, at least you and I, were raised in the era of having to write down your codes for your save files. Oh, dude. Oh, on yeah. the original Nintendo. Oh, yeah. Before oh, yeah, they started putting yeah. the battery backups in them. Yep. Oh, God, that was so and they, they, those Those codes were not short. No. Trust. If you, they were, if they you, were literally a line of code. It was, it was yeah. ridiculous. And, then and if, or, you, if you wrote one character down wrong, you were oh, screwed. Oh, you were done. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, you know, you had to, like, the, make sure, double check, the, triple the check. Old school, the old school Mega Man uh, little graph. Yeah. Red, red, <laughs> red dots, blue dots. You know? Oh, my God. Yeah. That's funny. Well, I, I, I mean, I, I get where they're coming from. Animal Crossing, it has a big following. A lot of people play it. A lot of people put a lot of time into it. Yeah, it should be cloud saved. You know, I do agree. I, I do agree that, like, with both sides, for me, I don't play it because Tom Nook takes so much of my money, anyways. <laughs> always asking for that, always asking all those loans. So Tom Nook wins in this case, regardless if it's cloud saved or not. You're really not going to play it? You're not going to give it a chance? No. Oh, I, I played I, when, when I played it on the GameCube at a friend's house. I was like, "Yo, this game I can see being addictive as No Tomorrow." It is. It is really but addictive. It, that's the problem. I was like, when I when I saw it, I was like, "No, no, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll help you out, buddy." But I'm not picking this up because I I won't probably get my copy until after I'm done with FF7. I mean, like, if you're looking for a grind game. That's all Animal Crossing is. That's all it is. There's, it's more than a grind, dude. There's no story. It's just grind. Let's just do. No, that's stuff. that's me spending an hour on the ocean trying to catch red snappers and everything that that's, I can sell for three bell, three thousand bells a piece to to Nook to pay off my loan. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's and, then, 
And then it's, it is. It's, you know, it's, it's one of those things. It's, it is, don't get me wrong, it is very tranquil. You know, you're just like having your little, like, little beach house, you know, or I don't know where it's going to be at this time. It, yeah, it's beaches, right? Yeah, it's a deserted island. So yeah, basically, yeah. you're building everything from scratch. You're going to build your little island, you know, you're going to put your trees up here, you're going to have your little garden right there. Yeah. You know, Bob Ross is going to come by and he's going <laughs> to. He's gonna paint some your happy house. trees. He's gonna paint your house in the background. Yeah. Put a little mountain here, you know. Happy little, trees. Oh, and little, then you're gonna find out that's a knockoff. Hold on, and then you're gonna find out it's a knockoff painting, and it's worth nothing. Right. It's one of those things. I, I think it should be there. If you're already doing cloud saves for just about everything else, you should really. I think it's it's not hard. But again, Nintendo's online program isn't what Sony's or Microsoft is. We know that. Also, it's questionable how large the the things are gonna the saves are gonna be. Yeah, I don't know. Well, do if it mean? was the GameCube, it took up an entire gray memory card. Yep, <laughs> fifteen oh, <gosh>. blocks. <laughs> so you know, it's uh, how big is it gonna be? And then you have how many people playing it? Yeah, know. we'll see. Still ain't getting me on the train for freaking Animal Crossing. <laughs> Not even close. No. no. I'm right there with you, Theo. I mean, like, I tried hopping onto the whole, like, Minecraft train for, like, a little bit. Nope, couldn't oh, do it. No, I couldn't do it. I couldn't oh, no. do it. So, I mean, when I look at it, like, I'm looking at my cloud saves right now on the Switch, right? The only one that's not in there that's a Nintendo exclusive, I mean, really, is Let's Go Pikachu. Because, you know, Hyrule Warriors is up there. Super Mario Odyssey is in the cloud for me. Breath of the Wild is in the cloud. Wow. Um... You know, Mario Maker 2, Mario Kart 8, you know, Tetris 99, Fire Emblem, Three Houses. All of those are all backed up to to the cloud. So what's going to make Animal Crossing that much different that you can't do it? I think the thing what they're looking at, though, is potentially the whole um, time manipulation thing. Mm. So what you could do in the game is if you really wanted to, you could basically change your your system's date and time to yep. basically forge yourself into the future. Mm-hmm. And then you could go back in time by resetting the clock back. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I heard yeah. about this trick, which is, which is technically pretty old school. Yeah. <laughs> that is old school. That is kind of old school. <laughs> I've, I've done that on some Sony, like old I, PlayStation two games. That's how I got I my it. Batman. That's how I got my Batman platinum. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, the Dude, calendar man, cheaters. the calendar man, Way you know, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I did it on Animal Crossing too. <laughs> I used to do it all the time. So you're the reason, man. You're the Jeez. reason, dude. Everybody ruined it for everybody. Everybody knew about the trick on GameCube. So, <laughs> Jerry, what you been playing? <laughs> uh, well, in regards to like the new, I have been playing. Uh, Ultimate Alliance a little bit, but because I'm I'm extremely excited for the new Link's uh, Awakening. I've yeah. been playing Breath of the Wild a little bit. Um, he played Breath of the Wild when he was supposed to come play Division Two with me. Yeah, I was, and then immediately after that, when I got done, 
I, feel I like... watched I watched a western and then I threw in Red Dead. Red Dead. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! I, uh, yeah, dude. I, I so can't. Good. I can't so help good, it. Right, Jerry? It's so good. So good. So no good. matter where you leave off on the game, so good. It's just so good. No. So great. Yeah. So he. That's all right because that night I got an exotic glove drop for division. See, this is this is exactly why Jerry was definitely defending the whole being tedious thing because he's got no problem investing hours upon hours into tedious work to do nothing or just to get a special satchel how many hours were you looking for lizards for your freaking satchel early on in the game oh yes yes i I spent lizards for this satchel yeah yeah my god and i got all the satchels I have all the sets. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm hunting all the exotic uh, animals and going through the storyline, but I I cannot be I cannot get tired of that game. I just can't get tired of it. So good. It's it le- yeah, man. I mean, it's purely because my my dad was uh, huge in westerns, so like I always got into westerns, but like. This takes the cake. Like that game takes the cake. You're like you are a full on cowboy in that game, and I just love it. You're like I can't okay. call you the God of War guy anymore. You're the Red Dead guy. He is the Red Dead guy. God, yeah, I know, and th- that kind of hurts that I lose that title because I love God of War, but I cannot for the I can for the life of me I can't stop playing that game. It's just it hits the the child in me. I'm a cowboy. Just so good, right, Jay? So oh yeah, it's so good. <laughs> uh, so jason how is uh left center right wild left center right wild it is first and foremost shout outs to georgian company um but it is a lot a lot more fun and a lot yeah. way more cutthroat way more cutthroat than lcr the original i'll, I'll put it to you really quick in this way um you know, I still I need to write my article for the on my full review, but uh, so you have to look at the, check that out. But yes, yeah, but yeah, it is super cutthroat because of the wild factor on the dice. Well, I do want to shout out to George and Company um, for sending us a a copy of the game to to review. Um, they didn't have to do that, um, but thank you. Um, so. Jason will get the article written so we can oh, get yeah. that up on the website and uh, and hopefully look forward to more things from uh, George and Company as far as game wise. Theo, I wanted to ask you: Have you since you have Destiny Two on the PS4 and you have it on the PC, have you tried out the new cross saves yet? Nope. To see if it works. Nope. <laughs> I haven't launched Destiny Two for PS4. Three months now? Oh, PS4 has been like Dude, a long he abandoned time. it. He's over on <laughs> yeah, he's over on PC. I had, I had nobody to play with on PS4, and like the the LFG was just horrible for PS4, so I went PC. Well, I mean, come on, Destiny fullest once, Destiny two fullest twice. You you got a ton of money out of me. And I mean, give me the content. But I, I still I still fight that this with this destiny after the forsaken like it it really sang and it was what we wanted and it's just amazing with how they've been doing it. I mean, there's been some hiccups, yeah, and then yes, you're still having that repetitiveness for it being destiny, 
but it's still fun. But it's the same enemies with just a different skin. It's like, I mean, give give us something new. But it's not always about the enemies. It's primarily with the mechanics and how you play it. That, that's well, what, that's well, what they work with. Speaking speaking of something new, um, you know, Red Dead Online. We we can, oh we can totally be a posse. Oh, I, I need a posse. <laughs> I don't even need to be the lead. I'm just a gunslinger. I can totally use a posse, pros. I'm up wow. there. I'll be, I'll be For there. For all our listeners, <laughs> since none of us are going to play Red Dead Redemption with Gary, no, you are welcome to, to I need a form a posse yeah. with Send him. Send me invites because I, yeah, I need a posse. Well, in other words, but. But which is bad is because he's looking for somebody to play with, even though he has Matt to play Division 2 and uh, just yep. refuses to. So he might leave you hanging on Red Dead to go yeah. over to no, he won't. He won't. He won't. No, he won't. He's <laughs> so going to leave me hanging, okay. but that's okay. That's all right. Matt, Matt, Matt will leave Jerry hanging for Animal Crossing. Oh, yeah. I'm getting ready for that. Or, mm. or uh, Borderlands. No, Borderlands 3, a couple weeks. Hey. Borderlands yeah. better not be anybody hanging. It should be most of us playing. Um, it is already preloaded on my PSN account, so it'll be loaded that day for both PS4s in this house. Oh, well, yeah, I, I, have have mine, go, I, have I have mine preordered on PSN. Yeah. Um, I have it preordered, but I have to go pick it up. Yeah. Well, physical. But here's the thing, though, is, Let's Jerry, I'm getting two copies for the price of one. But that's just the nice <laughs> perk of PS4. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you can you can throw me a, you know, you can throw me a, a copy. <laughs> no, 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 no. See how dude, we have to do it is. If I was gonna get you anything, dude, I'd get you Red Dead. <laughs> I have Red Dead, bro. You already have Red Dead. Yeah. Why are we not in a posse? Because somebody doesn't now. doesn't actually talk to their friends about gaming, apparently. Or ask him about he doesn't now, he, he does doesn't his return own thing. calls when I say get non division. Okay, I am a little bad about that, and I'm gonna. I'll switch. I will switch my my uh, profile Lies. to online again. Cause Lies. Oh, see, he's admitting it <laughs> on this that yeah. he hides from I his friends hide. online by showing himself he offline. Sometimes I just like to play, but yeah, I just know, hides. I, I totally just do hides. that. Sorry. Yeah, no. All right, now I take back. Don't give your tags for his posse because he doesn't deserve it. <laughs> I mean, we have, we have openings in our, on our team and division. We got plenty of openings. Yes, I was going to say, isn't it only the two of you for the yeah. whole so plan? Far, yeah. It's all right. It's all right. Just the two of us. Okay. And we still get it done. We get it done, but you know, it's huh. still a challenge. Yeah. Except for I'm getting cool exotics. He's not because I'm crafting them and, Oh, I'll take the I'll take the BTSU data gloves that I just got any day. Cool. I got the chatterbox. I got yeah. I got okay, yeah. But here's the thing: is though, is my my gloves though. When I apply a status effect, it lasts for a minute, not just a simple round. It lasts right, for a freaking. Don't minute. need to lay them out. Well, I mean, yeah, Jerry yeah. is a demolitionist again. You know, he's compensating so, a little bit, just a little. I blow. <laughs> I blow it up, baby. That's how it is. Thank you for that. I blow it up. That's right. Right. What do you play it, Matt? What do you play? What do you play? I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish Fire Emblem, um, but I'm gonna get back to to playing some a little bit of PS4 now. That being said, Final Fantasy VIII comes out on the third. Oh, online. So I will be diving. Yes. So I will be uh, already pre-ordering my copy on PS4. 
that's the remastered uh, version too, yes, right? Because it's, it it's looking good. It looks really good. Yeah, and I was debating: do I want it on my Switch or do I want it on my PS4? But you know what? I've played all my Final Fantasies pretty much on PlayStation, so you know, I'm going to go with the history. Stay true with it. Yeah. I mean, the only you know, one I've I played. Like you're focused more on console than mobile, anyways. Yeah. I mean, lately with all the stuff I've been going through with my sciatic and stuff, I've been playing a lot more switch just because i can lay down and play right. um but honestly oh, i just oh, cracking your neck <laughs> there's just something about the dual shock and playing final fantasy right it's the feel I mean, man oh it's, yeah dude feel. it's the controller it's the, hold. the controller hold. yep now i am gonna be i'm gonna be curious on how they actually do boost mode for the the summons because back on the original you held down select and then hit the square button to boost their oh, effect. Right. Yeah. Yep. So what's that going to translate to on the DualShock? Don't be disappointed if it's like a one-button click. Be, it might be oh, if they do a one-button click. Converting. I'm okay if they do a one-click button. It, it, it might be like an L3, R3 thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Close. So I want to see how they do that. Um, but, yeah, I just decided that, it, you know, I'm going to do it on, on PS4. It's where, that's where my should. Final Fantasies are. That's where FF9 is. That's where 7 is. I mean, granted, I do have FF15 uh, Pocket Edition on my Switch. Um, but, yeah, it's just PS4. And then uh, after that, we'll be uh, gearing up for Link's Awakening, which will be 920. I can't wait. I can't wait. Yep. And then we'll have Pokemon after that. I'm a little disappointed that I slept on the, the Dreamer Edition. Yeah. Are, is it completely I sold out now? Yes. Oh yeah, it was sold out a long it's time ago. Sold out for a long, a long time. Oh really? Oh yeah. Well, it was probably like way. within three weeks of it being yeah. announced. Um, I'm glad I called my store while we were at E3 and said switch it over. So yeah, I did all those I, orders I, after I do, E3. I do have my pre-orders in for that. <clears throat> Dude, it's gonna be a six gig game too. That's not small. I'm not surprised because it is pretty. Like given the animation and and how it looks, it's it looks quite pretty. It does. Oh yeah. Oh, it looks amazing. I'm well, pretty excited for it. That means that means Theo's actually gonna fire up a console and play. What? I fired up Spider-Man a few weeks ago. A few weeks ago. A few weeks ago. Hey, now, <laughs> Olympic trials, man. Yeah. Get off my back. All right. All right. Here's the thing: is he has a he has like a 20 minute bus ride to work. So it's not like he can't no, bust out the switch and play. Twenty minute is longer, so that has it gotten longer. Helps your argument, but has it really gotten longer, Theo, than twenty minutes? Yeah, it's longer. It's like thirty-five. Okay, so oh, perfect geez. opportunity for the switch. I mean, I, I do kind of waste my time watching TikTok videos. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you and my wife. Um, hey, blame her. She got me into it. With that being said, I want to thank everybody for crashing game night with us tonight. Uh, if you like what you heard. Always, please let us know. Leave those comments. You know, hit that subscribe button on the platform that you're listening to us on. Don't forget to follow us on CrashingGameNight.com with all our articles, our Apple News channel. I want to say, everyone, be excellent to each other and stay frosty. And I would like to say, later, my nerds. Yeah, you don't get to sound all hard anymore, (laughs) Mr. Red Dead. No no more of this. I would like to say, take care, y'all. Take care, my nerds. Oh, and don't forget to follow our new Twitter 
at CGN oh, Podcast. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Cool. CGN Podcast. We got the official Twitter up. So if you follow me, guys, you'll you can go right to the Twitter feed from there as well. So that everybody. Hey, everybody. Good night.